Please listen carefully. Welcome back to the Focus Target Podcast. This is your host, Smiley, with me as always, Van and Shy. Been a couple weeks, fellas. I missed you. How's it going? Howdy. Going awesome. Got Grogu chilling with us today on, on Shy's chest. He looks like he's in a little like chest pouch or something. Mm-hmm. We got the Golden Knights, who are eight of the last ten games. Woo-woo. And you get one of those uh, Golden Knight sirens. Nice. Shini, you'll love that. <laughs> you know, we'll see whether my wife still wants to be with me in a couple weeks, because I ordered a drum kit, because I wanted to start playing drums down in my basement. I've Why would you do that to her? Uh, I, I don't know. She she approved it, but we'll see if... Uh, We'll see how much she still loves me once I start actually banging mm. the drums all hours a day. Was but. she <laughs> was she like delusional under lack of sleep and overwork? It's and... certainly possible. It's okay. certainly possible. Yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Right. But. What kind of uh, set did you order? Really I mean, cheap. I, mean, I don't even know brand and all that stuff, but like no, a like a five piece like drum no, set. No, just uh, just like a, I think it's a four piece. I think okay. it's just it's a it's a really small compact one, super cheap. Just I want to just mess around with it, and if it's something I really get into, um, maybe I'll upgrade and get like a real kit. But if yeah. it's something kind of like the trumpet, where I start, I started it and I liked it, but I didn't really get that into it. Um, I, so probably, it I didn't want to invest has a, heavily. Probably has a bass bass drum, right? With yeah. your foot kick. Probably yep. has a hi hat. Maybe has yeah. a ride cymbal, one tom, and a floor tom, and a snare. I would guess. I think it's a snare. I, I don't know what a lot of those words mean, okay. so probably. I'll send you a picture of it offline. <laughs> gotcha. I can't a wait symbol, to see it. Two, two, like a symbol, a snare, a drum, and a, the foot, the foot, the yeah. bass drum. Whatever, yeah, so. There you go. I like it, dude. So how's your, uh, not to take over the podcast, but I, I love the music and instruments and all that fun stuff. And I just think and we're, this is a start of a great band. Like you play the drums. Shy plays the oboe. Do you play Shy? Is it the oboe? I don't really play anything. Nope. What were you dabbling in? Uh, cello is what I was dabbling cello in for a bit. One, yeah. So we could do like solo music. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. That would be kind of cool. Maybe we'll do our own intro music one day. There you go. Well, that Those would are very, be cool. Very discordant instruments to try to pull together into a, into a cohesive maybe band. It, maybe it'll make something, a unique sound that you just don't hear every day. <laughs> See, what I, what I want the drum, really what I want the drums for, let me be honest, what I want the drums for is I like to listen to music. <laughs> And like play as if I'm like the second drummer and like play like alternate nice. drums. Like if you've ever seen like um who is it? Uh I can't remember now. One of there's a band there's, there's a couple bands that have like two drummers and they have like dual drum lines. I all, I just think it's awesome. So I think it's a lot of songs that could benefit from that. So we might be like, getting some fact checking going on here. There's like two bands that have like two drummers. Thirty eight is it thirty eight special? Oh yeah, thirty-eight special. Yep, Abba. No, oh, I didn't know Abba had two drummers. Abba does. Oh shit. Evidently, maybe they Love did like Abba. an album with two drummers. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, right. uh, yeah. Let's, let's journey. Move on. I mean, that's sorry, cool, people. Cool story, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry about this, <laughs> podcast listeners. We need um, a we need a recurring <laughs> a, a, a recurring bit now on a drum update from Smiley. Drum like, update. Yeah. Well, hopefully, See, this I, is the beauty. They're, they've been shipped. They should be here in a couple in like by next week, by next by next pod, I should say. All right. Well, you got to send us a picture. Maybe I'll yeah. I'll post it on Twitter for everybody to see what go. we're talking about in, in real life. Go. So there you go. But this is the beauty of having our own podcast. Like we get to That's talk about things that we I'll, want to. 
Finding out the this is the beauty of having our own podcast and no listeners is that we get to talk about yes and nobody cares and no sponsors yeah. so. and we're not under contract with the buffalo sabers <laughs> so we can't uh, you know they can't tell us yeah, what instrument do. to play that's right you can get any any surgery we want exactly I, these are sarah sarah's gen- generously donated her drumsticks to me to let me she, play with she them. owned oh, drumsticks because she, she used to play drums back in like what? high school oh she's gonna school yeah, you dude she, yeah she is she's gonna well that's why she's gonna be really embarrassed she's gonna be like oh you don't know what you're doing yeah she's but, gonna make a freaking right. toddler in my house <laughs> but i have my drumsticks nearby but i don't i don't know where they are okay so today's podcast fall fantasy 11 report volume two um, we're gonna go through kind of what we've been up to in Final Fantasy XI. It's been a while. I know there's a lot of people who uh, are interested in our Final Fantasy XI stuff. Um, <laughs> a lot of people, like the three oh. of us. Um, <laughs> that's well, the three a lot, here. right? Yeah, right. At, least two, at least two of us are interested in the other people's <laughs> stories, I think. But anyway, so we're gonna get into that. Um, uh, we're gonna do a question of the day first. Though question of the day, you know, last time, if you can remember, all the way back, um, we talked about. Um, the the uh the we had a hockey podcast right and so we had had a previous question today about the podcast before that but we wanted to do like an update because it'd been a while we'd been on hiatus so two episodes ago before we took our big break we did ready player one we talked in depth about ready player one i think we actually did two podcasts on it and so a follow-up question to that discussion that i wanted to get to you guys that we didn't have time for was about ready player two so ready player two the sequel to ready player one has come out in book form uh it's been out for probably almost a year now like i think it was around this time last year that it released and so my question for you is now you both read ready player one you've watched at least parts of the movie i believe um do you what's your interest level in it think it's the greatest movie in the world (laughs) who amongst you is interested in ready player two do you plan to ever read ready player two i will start with shy Uh, i don't know we'll see it's not on my immediate radar just because, like, you didn't like one enough, or you're just no. I, lo- I loved one. Um, like, no, yeah, I like- just I'm not I'm not doing a lot of reading right now. And then when I do start reading, I've got a bunch of Brandon Sanderson books on backlog. Mm. So like, I need to get through like the second arc of the Mistborn trilogy before I would even consider reading another book. And so it's like we're talking yes. probably at least especially six since, months out, if not a year. Since the fourth one um, of that is coming out. Yeah. Is- pretty soon i think yeah so we're talking six months to a year before i would even consider reading ready player two okay fair enough so it's not but would you say it's that there's not that there's not a desire that you it's not that you wouldn't read it or you, you don't want to read it it's more that there's more it's, important things going on both in your life and on your reading well list. and maybe i didn't so hear you the question in the document was are you planning to and the answer right. is i'm not planning to so okay yeah, that's okay. that's not because I don't want to, but it's just not a plan because of other Fair. stuff. Yeah. Fair enough. What about you, Van? Um no. I really liked one, <laughs> but the only way I'll read two is if the two people here make me read two. And right now right. it sounds like they're not. I'm, so I'm then not, the answer is no. I am not going to make you ever try to read a book again in my life. <laughs> this, this has been an ordeal that has lasted like literally five years. Yeah. So, no it's more. Literally been, it's you, literally been like two years in the making. You like, can read what you want uh, or not read what you don't want. I'm, I'm, done, I'm done with that. Well then, there's your answer. Right. This it's, it's just, 
This could be, there could be a genius idea here. The next time we, we get together for a weekend, uh, Smiley could just read the book to us out loud, and that could be how we read I the like book. It. Just as, I we're, like it. as we're, like, driving places and stuff? <laughs> no, I know, what, I know what we do. I know exactly what we do. You build a campaign around oh, the book so that everything we experience in our campaign is literally the book. And then at the um, end of it, you're like, ah, there's Ready Player Two. Yeah, uh, not tell you guys. Be like, this <laughs> right. is D&D. And then you guys like, oh, man. We're like, we it's create it. our character and Smiley sends it, we submit it to him. He sends it back, like, but it's a different character with a very specific name and, like, attributes. And we're like, that's not what I sent you. That's my name, H. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, my character? Wait, hold on. I'm playing a character who's playing a simulation who's playing another character? What's going on? Oh my god. Oh, playing another guy. <laughs> um okay. Well that's that's cool. That's it's just odd to me. You both did like Ready Player One, but you just yeah. are like, nah, loved it. Not, loved not it. gonna not gonna read it. Not even gonna try it. Not interested. No. But, well, I mean, what do you want to do? Do you want to level Black Mage or do you want me to read Ready Player Two? No. Because like those are the decisions I have to make. Here's the thing. I understand the priority thing. And I get I certainly get that. I'm in the same boat. I have a really long reading list. I've been trying to get through the book I'm on so I can start rereading Wheel of Time because I'm interested in rereading it since there's a Amazon series coming out about it. And like, I've been meaning to do that for like two months and like, I've gotten like two chapters read since that time. Like, you're right. It's hard. It's hard to find time. But that doesn't mean like if, if there's a book I want to read, I'd like put it on my list and say, I'm definitely going to get to it eventually one day when I don't, when I get back into reading or when I have more time for that versus like, nah, not interested. But Listen, you guys do you. It's fine. I've already read it, so I don't have to, you know, to answer the question. Um, I will say that it was fine. It was very, you know, if you liked the first one, you will find it to suffer from the thing many sequels suffer from, is that it's just not as good. Like, the first one kind of had some magic. The second one doesn't quite recapture. There's a number of things that I don't like about the book. Um, but there's a lot, uh, there's some more of the same, which is kind of cool. Um, like there's a nice, pretty in-depth Lord of the Rings section where they go to a Lord of the Rings, like planet or whatever that, nice. that I really enjoyed because obviously I'm <laughs> deep in Lord of the Rings. There was another section about that. They spent a lot of time with Prince and like a Prince related planet. And mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not super like, I, I'm, I'm, Prince is fine, but like, I'm not a huge fan. So a lot of it, I was kind of a little over my head. So it was kind of hit or miss on that, but it was a cool idea the way they, you know, the way the second book is set up. And uh, like, I'm glad I read it, but it certainly didn't live up to the first one. So I don't feel like you're like really missing anything. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, you guys are just, I can't believe you're not going to read the second one. It was so good. It, it was, it was fine, but it was a sequel, you know, take that for what, for what it's worth. All right. Any other thoughts on the question of the day before we move on? I mean, Lord of the Rings planet. You may have just sold me on it. We'll see. That part was pretty cool. That part was pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Lord of the Rings books or Lord of the Rings movies? Uh, Lord of the Rings books. Nice. All right. Actually, it's actually, I don't remember all of it. It's definitely Silmarillion related. Yeah. Um, Wow. They've lost me. You're gone. I never never finished Silmarillion. To fully understand the references then i will read ready player two after i read all of the lord of the rings books even the cerulean part that you talked about would would van understand Uh, it using the lord of the rings references in the interview (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that's basically all (laughs) gold oh okay i see that's what i'm saying like yeah in the the book book. yeah 
<laughs> well, you should read the Lord of the Rings because you do yourself a great service. That's how long would that take? Oh, I don't even want to. But no, for Van. No, I think he means in his in his terms. Yeah, like how long would it take for him to read it? Forever, probably. I don't know that you'd ever get through. The Silmarillion is pretty thick, and it's not well, easy reading. No, no, no. Like three hundred. No, pages? Silmarillion's not even. I wouldn't even recommend Van read the Silmarillion. Like he okay. should start with, like either the you Hobbit or Fellowship with, of the Ring. Start with the Hobbit. All right, the yeah. Hobbit's good. It's lighthearted. It's fun. It's short. Yeah. It's about the same as Ready Player One. Oh, like it, it, probably even shorter than Ready Player One. Maybe maybe about the same. Like it goes fast. It's yeah. it's a casual tale. It's it's good. It's a nice primer. Kind of introduces you to the characters that are in Lord of the Rings. Um, it's directly related. It's a direct prequel. Um, that's a great place to start if you like that. I don't know that you like the Lord of the Rings. A lot of people, like my wife, for example, she likes The Hobbit. She can't get past, she can't get into Lord of the Rings. Her dad mm-hmm. tried to pay her to read Lord of the Rings when she was a kid and, okay. like, like couldn't couldn't get it done. Like, she, she, Lord of the Rings is just different. Lord of the Rings is very thick in a, in a lot of ways. Yeah. But you have to want to read Lord of the Rings, I think, to really enjoy it. So I would not recommend it other than I would recommend it because it's amazing. But it is. I don't know if it's right for you. All right. Final Fantasy time. If you have a question of the day, if you have comments on our question of the day, if you want Van to read everything Lord of the Rings, everything or nothing. I don't know why anybody would want that ever. I don't. I don't. Listen, I don't know why anybody would want anything. You don't know. People are strange. Uh, let us know. Give us a shout. We'll have our contact information at the end of the end of the day. If you want to see all of our reading lists in full, we can furnish them because I don't think Van's or Shy's are as long as mine and I'm willing to do the hard work. So I could. I could tell you mine's not. As long I as have a feeling. I was going to say, I don't know. Is yours more than one? Is yours even one? Do you have anything I you want to two. Okay, there yeah, you go. Two. Fair yeah. enough. That's good. Keep it short. Keep it simple. All right. Yeah. Final Fantasy Eleven report. What you been up to in Final Fantasy Eleven since last we podcast? Van, I'm going to start with you. <clears throat> Recently took up a cloak that I said I would not take up. Um, but, for, but... The, for our fine listeners, what is a cloak? Yeah, good, good, good point. Okay, so the yeah. cloak is is a throwback term that we coined when one of the good friends of the podcast, Rido, had a. No. Was it no. Rido? Wrong. Was it and Rido? No. no. Okay, why don't you inform us on on who? It was? Sorry. Uh, yeah. Fair enough. Um. So our our friend of the podcast, mutual friend James, uh, played. Ah, that's a, right. Good he joke. played a character on on Final Fantasy XI called Lemon Cloak for a little bit, and then when he was done with his character. Um, he like he quit and he like kept playing, paying for his account for like a year because he forgot to cancel it. But then eventually, um, he offered it to our other mutual friend, uh, who we used to game with, uh, Woe, uh, as a secondary character. Like basically, he asked, "Hey, you know, if you're not if you're not gonna use your character, do you mind if I use him as a secondary character? I'll take over the account." And he said yes. And so, Lemon Cloak, which was James's character, like basically was following woe around all the time like in in Final Fantasy 11 you can put one character on follow so when you have two characters that you're playing on once it's convenient to put one on follow for the other one and so it was like oh his little lemon cloak like trailing behind him right yeah. and so uh, later as more of us just found the benefits of of having cloaks um you know having having a secondary character we kind of made the cloak a theme of our secondary character so i made bacon cloak uh Shy had spaghetti cloak as what Van was thinking of as our mutual friend Rido had Guppy cloak, who was a very active, a very active cloak. 
Um, and some cloaks got more use than others, and so waffle you know. cloak. Like everybody was a food except for Rido. Like he was a guppy. Well, it was a guppy. Yeah, but he. But he think he tried to like argue that guppies are food. It was very. It was. I, I don't know. <laughs> Disappointing. <laughs> listen, Rido. If you listen to this, come on the podcast. Defend your cloak. You know we'll have you as a guest. Talk about guppy cloak. So, good anyway, yeah. please now, proceed. Proceed. Vic. But yeah. Sorry. So as you mentioned, like it. We've said a thousand times on this on this podcast that this game, Final Fantasy XI, is is very social. It's um, you know you need additional players to help out. There's some things that that are just easier with two persons. So if you can control both those persons or both those players in this instance, it's helpful. So um, I made a cloak like I thought I wouldn't because it's basically like taking up another character for it's a, lot a of work. little. I mean, not you're not doing 100% of the work that you do with your main character. That's why it's your main character, but you sure are doing a lot of work because it takes a lot of work to get anything done in this game, right? So unlocking Kazam keys, doing missions that are required to unlock Kazam keys, just leveling in general, all that fun stuff. So it's like, it sounded daunting. And I'm like, I still have so much to do with my main character. Is now the right time to take up a cloak? Um, and I decided, you know what? I think it is. And it was for the following reasons. I don't want to... I want to have a mage 75 and I was thinking I would just do red mage to 75 on my main character, but then I want to tailor merits, which are, so once you get your max level 75, you're able to merit your character, which is to use your experience points that you gain that no longer give you a level past 75 because that's the level cap, but it allows you to um, increase specific attributes of your characters or even unlock special abilities. So I want to merit those towards a you know range attack and all that fun stuff agility and 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 marksmanship and all that <clears throat> and then if i ever wanted like a pimped out red mage that would kind of gimp that character in that way so i'm like you know what screw it let me just go with the cloak i'll do my mage i'll have the best of both worlds i'll have a cloak i'll have a mage it'll be on a second character it can double as a power leveler and and for those listening i think we've used the term power level before if not uh it's just somebody who's there who's who's able to assist you or a party with um, additional healing, since healing tends to be a a, a, a blocker during XP for some sometimes um, at lower levels, um, and sometimes at higher levels, but mostly used at lower levels. So, anyways, um, I decided to take this up, and I forgot how grueling those lower levels were without a sub job on a ma on a mage. It was bad, dude. It was so brutal. So, anyway, I did it. Uh, we're level ten. Um, Smiley and I are looking forward to now power leveling our power levelers, ironically, with our main characters up until we get them strong enough to return the favor. So when they get older. So I've been doing that mostly. And then uh, secondarily, been leveling my red mage at this point since I do. I, I did make the decision to have a cloak. I'm only taking them. It's an easy decision now. I'm going to take them either to 18 or 37. Um, I don't need them to go all the way to to um, 75 anymore um so i don't regret leveling one to 21 but i it's not a priority anymore and i think my main character's priority has now shifted to a very short term 37 to 40 and then i'm gonna get back to meriting my core so you can all be happy with the fact that i will bring my core to every single one of your parties going forward that does make me happy yeah i mean your core hit 75 i think since our last podcast so that's a pretty big achievement oh yeah yeah unlocked a uh, snake eye and also unlocked fold so two of the nice. uh, best core abilities yeah that I don't get to use because you people won't level with me at 75. Almost. I guess there. mostly because Shine, I just don't have the oh, yeah the same time. Yeah, I would. <laughs> yeah. 
The one time we play together during the week is we're doing missions right now. (laughs) So there's no time to do EXP. Um, All right, Shai, what about you? What have you been up to? Yeah. Sorry. No. Yeah, so I have started leveling Bard. Um, So my Bard is level 52 now. So I'm right about at the edge of bird parties. Um, Yeah, I forgot how much I enjoy playing Bard. Um, and sleep staging and pulling on Bard is a lot of fun. So we'll see. We'll see. I, I could see Bard being my main once it gets to 75. And it probably what was, will be. What was your Bard on previously? Did you have a 75 Bard? Uh, spaghetti or had a 75 Bard. Have 99 and... Yeah, Spaghetti had a 99 Bard all decked out. Like, Spaghetti's Bard was pretty... That was my. That was what I mainly played Spaghetti on. Um, so. Gotcha. Yeah. <clears throat> But you also have gotten 75 since, I think, our last pod. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. Last, I don't remember if I was 75 or not. Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think any of us were yet. Maybe maybe you were. If anybody was, it was you, because you were the first one there. But Yeah. yeah. How about you, Smiley? Right, well, um, you know, I haven't had a lot of time with, 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 with the baby. I've been trying to eke out a little bit here and there. Um, it's the hardest part. Like, a, a lot of times, especially in the e- late nights, Sam is very sleepy. Um you know, and so I can, if, if I'm not doing anything too taxing, a lot of times I can get away with getting a little bit of playtime in, but like, it's been hard to level my thief. So that's why my thief is not 75 yet. I'm still 71. Um, I've made a little progress here and there, but it's, it's just hard as a thief. You're usually expected to pull. I want to pull on thief. I, I, it's something I enjoy. Like, as you mentioned about playing Bard, I think one of the things you enjoy about it is pulling. Um, and I do as well. I think setting the pace of the party is, um, is a valuable thing to do. It makes the party better a lot of times. Uh, and I just, I, it's hard for me to do that because it's such a full-time job. And if something happens where, where, where Sam starts to fuss or, or needs something, it's hard. And it's just hard to commit to a party in general, you know, like if he wakes up or whatever, then it's, it's like, I kind of, I, a lot of times I take a break or I have to go and, and then I inconvenience the five other people in the party. So I've been doing more and I kind of knew this coming in. That's why I played pretty hard. I tried to get as well set up as I could before the baby came so that I'd have time now knowing that I wouldn't be able to do the full gamut of stuff. So I've been, you know, working more on outside activities, solo activities, um, low level jobs. I did start working on my cloak. Bacon cloak has been resurrected here on this server. Um, I, I think, you know, I've been kind of holding off waiting for van to catch up to, cause we're going to try and do some duoing, which I think will go well. I'm excited for that. Um, I'm also, uh, I've been leveling Dragoon a little bit and I'm going to need a samurai sub. So I just finished unlocking mm-hmm. samurai and I'm planning to kind of duo um, my main character and my cloak as white mage and samurai, I think will be a good tandem to get through. As, as Sha- uh, Van mentioned, those first 10 levels are really, really hard. And I think probably on white mage is one of the hardest because it's just, it's just a miserable grind. And so even with the reduced MP or HEXP of being in a party, I think, having my white mage tag along with my samurai will be a mutually beneficial because Sam, especially with archery will should tear it up. So that's what I've been up to. I mean, I mean, I just been farming a little bit. Like I've done a lot of quests, been doing a lot of that boring stuff that van mentioned for, for bacon cloak. It's been a good time. Like where I had to run around and talk to people and do little things, get outposts, things like that stuff. That's easily done in small bits and, and without too much pressure where I can, easily just stop where I'm at if, if something comes up. Um, 
And of course I've been really enjoying going through COP with the two of you guys and, and mm. some of our other friends on the weekends. We've been, uh, my wife, Sarah has been gracious enough to, you know, give me a, a couple hours of time where I, where she'll watch the baby and just lets me come down here and focus on some of the harder content. And, uh, it feels like we're, we're making some good progress on that. Um, even though, you know, we've hit a couple of speed bumps here and there, I think, uh, I think it's going well. And it's been fun doing those those more challenging quests and fights, I think. Yeah, you had a pretty lucky day, what, a couple of weeks ago where you had gotten some NM drop a number a couple of NM oh, drops yeah. on the same day? Yeah, I did. Uh I finally I had been thinking about it for a while. You know, they made some changes to the way NMs drop their loot, which I think many of us are pretty dissatisfied with, but it is what it is. And so a lot of the main NMs that drop, used to drop money items now drop rare X versions of those items. And so um, there's still a reason to camp them at least once because if you get the rare X version, you can sell off if you had the money version. It's still able to be sold. So um, one of the items was the Leaping Boots from Leaping Lizzie that I camped extensively before it turned into rare X and I never got it. So I basically got hosed out of the ability to sell that back for a, a decent profit. But I went out there and I, I I camped him for a little bit and I was able to get the drop finally. And then that same day, like literally an, an hour later, I went to um to the Valkyrie Emperor and I was able to get the hairpin from him, uh, which was nice because I was able to sell that back for like three hundred k. Um, so made a little money, which was did, nice. Yeah, but yeah, back to back drops on those. That that's pretty crazy. In doing so, did you confirm? I think which I think we had this question, or maybe it was just me. But if you have the emperor hairpin, the empress hairpin can drop while yes. you have the emperor equipped still you in can, your inventory. You can you can have them both in your inventory at the same time. Yes, cool. they're not mutually exclusive. The way two copies of the hairpin would be of the same. Got it. Yes, it's good to know. Yeah, because I had them. I had them both on. <laughs> like I, I re- literally replaced one with the other. Um. <laughs> I've been doing some um, self reflection on the rare exclusive NM change. And I'm yeah. a little bit more at ease with it. Um, only in that... <clears throat> so, w- what it took away from us was the ability to hunt NMs for profit. Specifically, just those NMs, right? There's still oh, other NMs that are available. But yeah. those NMs specifically for profit. And um, I was thinking, like, that sucks that they did that. That is... NM hunting is something that I absolutely love doing in this game. Yeah. And then I started thinking on myself, and I was like, but... You know, you've been playing since June, right? So July, August, September, October. Did they do it early October is when they made the change? I think it was. Um, sometime in there, yeah. Somewhere in right. So it's been four months and you haven't hunted either of those NMs once for profit. So like, has it really affected your gameplay? And I think I've come to the conclusion that no, I think in the long run, it probably hasn't affected my gameplay as much as I thought it would be. Like, I, I think I don't like it on principle. But as far as actual practice and application, I don't think it's changed much of how I would or would have played. So I, I'm a little bit more at ease with it. I still don't like it, but I'm more uh, more okay with it. I wish I wish I could say the same because I and I didn't hunt them much for profit because I was still trying to hunt them to use. Like I was still right. trying to get the leaping boots, but I did spend a lot of time out there camping. I mean, I killed it like forty times. Oh, I know. I was out there with you like seven times of those 40 times. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, like I did spend a lot of time and it's just one of those things where like, it was a great, it was a great thing to be able to do very passively. Like when I was working. Yeah, that is true. Like, it's like being able to like, 
I've I've said from the beginning, like especially having done it and gotten such bad drop rates, I don't think it's more. I like I think if you went wanted to get the best, most efficient like gill per hour, you're better off farming bird blood or farming bats or you know find something repeatable that just drops. Like there's better ways to make money, but those are a lot more active. You have to be paying attention a lot more of those times. Like for me, I'd go out there, I'd kill a placeholder every five minutes. And then, and like that takes like, you know, a couple seconds and then I could be doing something else. And so like, it was a great way to have a chance at some money when I maybe didn't have like a full opportunity to play the game. And like, I just well, hate to do that. Just not with Leaping Lizzie. Right. Well, with, remember, no, but like, you can still do what? that passive placeholder farming, right? But I mean, yeah. you can try to find something, but again, yeah, I mean, I guess you can. Yeah. I mean, you go for like monster Signa, I guess, right. or something that's, you know, sells for 150 K and like, you're right, but it's just like it's just like why, like why I didn't. I yeah. don't. Yeah, we go on forever about that. I'm I'm still dissatisfied, and I, I'm I'm dissatisfied both personally affected and also in principle, as you mentioned, because I just don't like the the whole point of this server. I feel like is to give us an experience of what it was like back then, and I don't understand why they felt like they had to take that away archaically yeah change changes and again it like the logic is what bothers me is that they did it they said oh this is our most popular request and i'm like sure like but that doesn't make it right right and and, and on the surface that may sound kind of funny but it is like okay cool what if we put a poll out there that said hey should you give everybody a one-time bonus of a million gil like you're gonna have that's gonna be the most popular vote voted thing on ever doesn't make it the right thing yeah. you know what i mean like there's a difference between what's popular and what's right and yeah. Yes. Well, and also, and too, I'm not the arbiter of what's right, but the point was just there to illustrate. Like, what's sad about it to me is the biggest thing is it was so completely unnecessary. Like, there wasn't really any botting. Like, in my opinion, yeah, it was like it wasn't hard it was, to claim. It technically wasn't really an era experience because in era it, those things were completely botted out. Like, you didn't really have a legitimate chance. Like, I could never really hunt those NMs in retail because there were there were gill sellers on it all the time. And so like, this was actually like a bit, like this is what retail was supposed to be. Like it was like an idealized version and like still people complained about it. Cause like they didn't, I don't know. Again, I don't want to go off the rails on this. I could, I could literally vent about this for the next 30 minutes and that would be all the podcast is about. And Shy looks bored up there. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't have, I mean, I don't have strong feelings about this at all. Um, I did want to, throw in a recent happening um, in FXI just in this past week that I was pretty excited about. And that has to do with Conquest. And uh, so when we started playing, uh, Smiley and I started as Sandorians. Uh, Van started as a Bast... Well, all right. Well, Van started as Sandorian, apparently, and then switched to Bastok or whatever. Um, And so apparently we missed some wave in 11 on the server of the Sandorians just rocking conquest. And so for those who aren't familiar with 11, basically there's different zones on the world map that as you fight in them with a certain status effect, you get conquest points and you basically take over a zone and you can get the outpost and teleport to it. It can make things a lot more convenient. Um, But after we started playing all of a sudden the nation smiling, I joined Sandoria stopped getting all these high level zones and conquest. And all of a sudden the, the, the nation that Vanna joined Bastok, it seemed like people were coordinating in their nation to like take all this stuff because in a smaller server like this it really requires coordination it seems like like it doesn't just happen natively um 
And so Smile and I have just been like bemoaning the fact for several months now that like some of these high level zones, uh, we can't quickly get out to them, which I mean, that's kind of the 11 experience anyway, but it is hard when like the other half of our group can just get out to this zone, be ready to do something and Smiley and I need to spend 10 minutes running out to this zone or, or longer. Um, so this past weekend, um, we were both part of an EXP party on and off that went, I think, about four hours, four or five hours. I was in it the whole time um, in one of these zones. And we were able to tip it. We were able to tip it to Sandoria. And it's a zone that we've had in six months. <laughs> so it's awesome to have that. And hopefully it's a sign of things to come. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, well, I mean, we joined a link show. We joined another group of people, like-minded people, who want to to try to take over some of these zones. Because it definitely seems like... Basically, they kind of went through right, basically right before we joined, and kind of got all the zones they wanted, and then most people had them, so it's not a priority anymore. You know, once you get the zones once, you you only have to do the quest once to be able to yep. outpost out there. So once you have it, like you don't really need to worry about it anymore. Um, and it's super frustrating for me. Shy joined about a week after Van Z and I did, um, and the first week. I played, we had this zone. We had Bucidine Glacier with Sandorian and Sandorian had a bunch of stuff. And we had in our very first party we were in, Z Van and I were with one of our other Link Shellmates, uh Darkara. And he was kind of giving us a rundown on the server and giving us some tips. He's like, Oh yeah, Sandoria owns this server. They are always they're always in first and this and that. And so I wasn't really worried about it. Like I was like, Oh, I'm sure I'll get it again. I made it a point as a very low level character to run out to some of these to get some of these outposts that were, were useful. And the one I didn't get to was Bucidine because it's it's a lot it's a little bit harder to get to when you're when you're low level and you don't have high level help and you don't have a lot of disposable income to spend on silent oils and sneak powders and whatnot. Um, reverse that, but um, <laughs> you know, I I just was like, oh, you know, I'll get I'm sure we'll get Bucidine again. Um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna you know beggar myself to try to get out there. Um, as a level, you know, as a level 10 character, level 12 character into this high level zone. And then we have not had it since then. Like since that first week, it has not been under our control. And it's like every week I'm kicking myself. Like, why didn't I just like bite the bullet and get out there and get that freaking outpost? But so finally, Shy and I now we'll we'll have it as of this week, which is really nice. And hopefully we'll be able to get some of the other ones we're missing, too. Yeah. So that's the that's the pro Sandorian segment of this of this podcast. Sorry, man. <laughs> to get Gross. like Sandorian t-shirts made and like get Sandorian bait. You know, I would caps. I'd oh wear my that. Gosh. Love that Sandorian red. All right. Uh. Well, let's let's talk about the future. So that's where we're kind of all out. Like, what's what's keeping you guys going? I mean, maybe this is kind of uh tying in with two questions at once. But like, what what's what are you looking forward to? What's keeping you playing what's what's on the horizon for your character um let's go snake style i'll, I'll go with myself first um and because mine's really easy it's just being able to get some more play time like i really mm. would love to get my thief to 75 um and start gearing that out um i'm having fun with dragoon i'd like to continue to level that a little bit higher get my cloak up to a to a usable level where it can assist me in certain things um but but really i, I mean Long term, I still am looking forward to joining some end game shell, an end game shell, and doing some end game activity. But I just don't see that happening in the foreseeable future with having a, having a young child and, and just not having the time to commit to something like that. Um, but I'd love to be able to at least get to seventy five and and be able to start working on some of the end game gear sets and and things that I can do on Thief. So and 
of course, to continue COP and uh, try to get through that with you guys. Like I said, that's been really one of the highlights of my week. It's like one of the few times I actually have like, like a, like a, an outside family activity. Like everything's been uh, rolled up with, with, with Sarah and, and Sam. And, and that's been great. Like it's, it's a wonderful time to have a little baby. Like he's such a good baby. And like, I've really enjoyed the time I'm spending with him. Um, but it's, it's cool to do something a little different. Like it's like the one time of the week I have something a little different. And so I really look forward to seeing you guys and, and doing COP with y'all. Um, despite maybe some of our recent struggles. Um, but yeah. Um, what about let's So let's, snake it back van what about you what's uh what's what's keeping you going did i do that wrong was van first should be sorry. no no i think it went me really i thought it went me and you is that all right no no according to the according to the outline i did van then shy then me so shy you'd be next yeah shy. we started with yeah because we we started with me the cloak cloak discussion all right yeah uh not to be i don't know i don't really know what I'm looking forward to or what's keeping me playing FFXI, not to, not to be a, a Debbie Downer here, a Daniel Downer. Um, I think the COP is the easy, the easy answer, I think. And I think that is really what keeps me playing. And I think that's like, I think the, the one slot a week, I'm looking forward to doing that into the foreseeable future, whether that's getting through COP. And then if we decide we wanted to go through the ZMs next and we want to like, I'm down. And I think that's the benefit of having a 75 job already is like, I feel like I already have something that I could bring. And if I get barred up, then that's another job, you know? Um, as far as like outside of that, I don't know. Um, I've definitely been getting that sense of like the deja vu sense of like, I feel like I'm doing stuff that I've already done and in a private sir, I don't know. Like there's just, like, there's been some, I haven't been playing as much. Um, and I think also just like the gill grind has been killing me. Like I don't, it, you know, I was active. I was really actively grinding Gilder for a while. And I think now it's like, man, I don't know that I want to log in an hour or two a day just to get like 80 K, you know, 60 to 80 K Gil. And like, I think part of it's like on my Sam, like there's some pieces that I would need, you know, that are like 500 K a mil, I think for a bard, same thing. So it's like, you think of that, that's like 10 to 15 hours of grinding Gil to like get one of these things. And it's like, do I want to like sink that much time for an item? Like how seriously I want to, do I want to take, you know, do I want to join in game link shell? So I'd say right now it's kind of just like getting barred up and then like doing the weekly stuff with you guys is that's what I've been looking forward to. Van? Hmm. As far as leveling goes, um, the new cloaks was nice and refreshing. You know me, I like starting things new. So like (laughs) as soon as this cloak thing came up, I was like, oh, wait, I get to start something new again. (laughs) Let's do it. So um, there's that. And then, uh, yeah, I guess not as um diehard and meriting my core just yet just because again we're not using it very much at 75 so yeah as far as leveling goes not much um i hope they institute nizel isle at some time at some point and then of course a way for me to get coffin makers would be helpful which is one of my core weapons um that's not in the game yet because some of the the uh, bcnms aren't in the game yet from that toau era or KS and M's, I guess it would be. Yeah, I think is I it from yeah. I think yeah. I want from KS and M. Yeah, the Royal yeah. Rumble. Yeah, oh. KS and M. So hopefully they put some stuff in. Um, Nizel I will be great. Um, but yeah, that's doing good. I, I I have found a new love for alchemy, oddly enough. So I've started to level that. But as you mentioned, Shy, the grind is is so bad, especially like higher level crafting 
is just so expensive and your return is like it's not it's not bad on return because there aren't a lot of people doing it it's just slow like some of the things that you're crafting and, and some of the things that you have to craft in order to level are like either just pure npc at a loss or put them on the auction house but the last one sold two weeks ago so good luck um yeah it's like but, you're basically paying for skill ups at that point right that's all you're doing is buying skill ups yeah with, yeah with crafting so it costs a lot of a lot of gold a lot of gill to do um but once you get up there it's it's pretty awesome being able to to craft some really nice usable things um and and get a reliable uh hq on it whether it you know be two or three or or four even um it's pretty cool when that happens because you're you're return goes from basically break even to like oh cool i just made 8k on one craft like that's awesome yeah <laughs> so it kind of got me uh going and the more i started thinking about are, it i was like you know what let's do it you, especially because you, of how difficult it is are you thinking about doing guild points i am them? and i just started doing that and i did not realize how hard that is yeah and it's and it's something i should have been doing as soon as i could because the item is based off of your your current level within the guild. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I heard. So because that makes sense, I guess it, it's based off of your so like your the, rank, um, right? Yeah, your rank within the guild, right? So from journeyman to artisan and and, and whatnot. Yeah. And I was like, dang it, I should have been doing this from day one, but I didn't know I was going to take or I didn't expect to take alchemy all the way. But so now it's like, cool. Here's your item. You need to craft, you know, this level forty weapon. And I'm like, great. <laughs> you know if there were level one weapons i'd be able to craft eight of them and get my three thousand xp for the day but with this one it's going to cost me 15k and i get to craft one of them probably so but what has been interesting though is on some of those on some of those uh required guild required items i have hq'd so i was crafting them originally just for the to turn in and then i would hq them and i'm like okay i'm gonna put this up for the auction house for like 10k so 10k yeah. more so let's do that instead so that's kind of fun. But yeah, I think I think I'm gonna start really focusing on alchemy, getting it all the way up and, and see if there's a way to to make money reliably there. If I could bring in like 30k a day, like Shy was saying. Um I was thinking about that. I was like, cool, I just crafted 30k worth of stuff um after the cost of of uh of a recipe. And that took about 15 minutes, not the hour that it would have taken me for me to to mine if this stuff sells daily, well, there, I found an easy way to make 30 K a day in 15 minutes by crafting. So yep. with that mindset, I'm thinking the higher I get from 60 to hundred, I'm going to HQ more, hopefully it'll be profitable, more profitable. And here we are crafting on a private server. <laughs> yeah, I man, I think there's definitely, as you said, like there's less people doing it and like a lot of people do craft, but like you don't know too, when people, I think we've seen that with some things on the auction house where like, there's just like, times when like stuff isn't available and it's yep. probably because like there's maybe one or two real high level crafters like maybe they're not crafting this week maybe they're taking a break maybe they're doing other stuff like what happened when dakara left for five days yeah freaking oh whole food on the oh server like, yeah i rock it is. so like yeah i mean not only having the ability to not have to rely on other people for certain things is nice but like you know you probably do have you know a lot of opportunities, like especially I think alchemy is really a great one. Alchemy and cooking, because these are items that people need. You know, like if if you're doing a mission or something, like you need certain consumables, and like you're you got to pay for it. And like people are constantly doing that kind of stuff. You need prison powders and silent oils, and like yeah, there's a lot of competition, but you never know 
when some of your competition is going to get tired and take a break or quit or move along. And yeah. you can be there to fill that niche and make some probably pretty easy money. Well, when we first started, I remember Silent Oz and Prison Powers were running like 10 to 12k a stack. And mm-hmm. and yeah, now they're like that. down to 4 to 5k. Mm-hmm. So I was like, crap, there's a lot of people making those. Those are somewhat low-level crafts, so they're like 20 to 30. So it's not super surprising. Yeah. But um yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. The power really comes in being able to HQ. That's where your profit comes from. Yeah. And and what I like about alchemy is all the guides that I read say, "Oh, there's no point in taking alchemy past 60." Like and they're like, "Okay, you're going to take it past 60, fine. Like it's not going to be very exciting or profitable, but go ahead and do it." And I'm like, "Okay, well they're discouraging a lot of people to do it, so that at least maybe maybe makes the the market a little bit less appetizing yeah. for most people and I'll I'll take yeah. it all the way and see what I can do with it." Or maybe they're right because it's the first one I've ever done. Maybe if I was doing goldsmithing or blacksmithing, I'd be making 600K a day instead of just my 30K a day that I'm happy with. Who knows? Man, I think you should look at it. What are they hiding? You know, it seems like a pretty right. obvious wall they're putting up to the mm. other user. Like, yeah. yeah. Don't, don't, don't bother with that that lamp. It's it's junk. You know, don't, don't, right. don't, don't rub on that thing. It's just exactly. Yeah, exactly. It. It's, it's garbage. Yeah. yeah. All right. What other thoughts you guys got? Anything else you want to touch on today? Yeah, I think it'll be really cool. I think one thing about Bard, and we haven't been able to take advantage of this, but I am looking forward to doing stuff with you guys, like with Vans, Corsair. We haven't, we haven't been able to do a lot of like group EXP parties. In fact, the other day we kind of did our first one, and you weren't even on court, right, Van? Because you're working on your Red Mage. So like, we haven't really had the opportunity to do like a really good party, and I think we've got the makings of like some fun merit parties or some high level parties once we can find the time. I mean, we've got. Can you imagine like having like Aureus and Z on both on Puppet Puppet Master, you know, Smiley oh, on dear. Thief, and like I mean, you know, Core Bard. I mean, like that would. I'm sure we would just be tearing crap up. I mean, I mean, it would be. I guess we need a healer. <laughs> Healer for the six. Who needs a healer for that? <laughs> no, we don't. Do we? I guess we would. The huh? pups will be you tanking, can heal. right? Yeah. I could come as On Thief? Time. What? No. Um, well, thief. No, wait. We only have five still. Yeah, would, that's what I say. Yeah, that's yeah, what I said. Five. We, could, we could do We could fill a healer. Assuming yeah. the pup is tanking, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be, that'll be fun. Bardcore. And not just any Bardcore, but like two really high quality, high class Bardcore. Like that, that has the makings of a very powerful party. I only see one of those here. I don't know where the bard yeah, is. I was gonna say. Uh-oh. I'm Uh-oh. Glad you're talking about shy, but I don't know what I would do in that party. <laughs> I don't know. I've partied with both bard and court with, on Fermichiel, and I'd say you guys do a pretty good job. So. <laughs> and you party with other bards and court. I've yeah. partied with other bards and other courts, and you know. Uh... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, here, here's a uh, interesting thought exercise for you. Um, what? It's just, can you tell me, like, since, like, maybe, I don't know, since you've been back or in the la- maybe recently in the last couple couple weeks, couple months, what's, like, something you've enjoyed about playing the game? And I know, Van, you kind of went into alchemy, you know, kind of the thrill of discovering alchemy. But, like, has there, has there been anything else like that? Has there any, been any times, like, when you've been like, oh, man, like, this is why I'm still playing this game. This is why I love this game. Or, like, this is what I came back for, right? Like... I'll start since I just sprung this question on you to give you guys an opportunity to think of an answer. But like for me, like I was in a party uh, a couple weeks ago, I was able to get a party in the evening one night when, when my son was very sleepy and he, he was just like crashed out on me. And uh, I got invited to a party in sanctuary of Zatad, my thief. Nobody else was really on. 
And I was, I was kind of like, man, do I want, like, I usually don't like to party on thief when, when I have Sam and like, it's probably a bad idea, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. Uh, you know, he, he just had like a big dinner. He's really sleepy. I think he's going to be cool. Like I'll go to it. And if it works cool and if he wakes up and I have to go, then I'll just, you know, I'll be like, Oh, sorry guys. Like it just didn't work out. But so I go and like the party was cranking. We did have a core and he was a good core. I forget his name. Um, but he was the, he was the leader and he, he did a great job. And the rest of the party was just really solid. And I was pulling on Thief, and I was just, like, we were just tearing it up. We had two Dragoons, and mm. uh, the, the core, and myself on Thief, and, and like, a, a healer, and uh, we had a warrior that was tanking. And, like, we were just wrecking stuff there. Like, we were doing, like, 18 to 20K an hour consistently with no band. And I was pulling, we were doing like high chains. And like, I remember just thinking as we were going, like, this is what I love about Final Fantasy 11. This like, this perfection that you can try to attain like this, the EXP efficiency, where like, you know, you're doing better than most people would in this situation, because the party is well built there. Everybody's doing their job. People aren't goofing around. Like, we've got a good flow of mobs. And uh, like it was a great party, and it was really just kind of thrilling. And it was just like, man, this is this is what I miss about class. This is why I'm on this server because this is the kind of party that doesn't exist on retail Final Fantasy XI. Like an old school, just like grinding EXP on mobs the way the way you do on this server. Um, and I got a really great compliment. Like the, the after at the end of the party, I told the court like like my son finally started to wake up after a couple hours. I was like, hey man, I, I probably got to go and. Uh, he's like, that's fine. But uh, he's like, thanks for pulling, man. Like, you're the best non-barred puller I've ever been with. And I was Damn. like, oh, I was like, thank you. Like, that, that means a lot. I appreciate yeah. that. So, he's like, I just started, but. He's like, he's like well, I mean, I just, I just started playing yesterday, but, you know, you're the only person I've actually partied with. <laughs> I, I hear the bards pull. I mean, what's the bard? I only party, I only party with bard pullers, so. <laughs> one of one. But, like, hey. <laughs> but no uh it was it was a nice compliment and i was like man yeah. like that that feels good like i but i knew i was doing a good job like you just yeah. felt it yeah. like, yeah. it was like this party is cranking like yeah. I, I had all the mobs mapped out and it just felt good and i was like that it was just very validating it's like this is why i enjoy this game this is why i'm on this server and i was just, i guess maybe now that you've heard that you have a better idea what i'm asking like have you guys have you guys had any experiences like that since you've come back if again it sounds like maybe van found a little something with alchemy there like that thrill of crafting that thrill of hqing i totally get that what about you shy and then we'll yeah. get back and see if it has anything else on. i had a recent experience and maybe it's what's kind of solidified my bard um my falling in love with bard again because i got invited to a party the other day um in eastern altepa at 39 on the gobs there and just like i forget i think i pup invited by a pup and I was like, okay, this will be interesting. And then, like, we show up, and there was, a, there was like, a pup, a blue, a couple of PLs, a red mage, and a Galka paladin, and a monk. And it was like, okay, this will be interesting to see how it goes. Like, I've been doing a lot of low-level partying. Like, that's been, I think, a lot of us probably deal with level sync a lot, right? And so on Bard, I think I'd gotten to basically, like, mid-upper 30s by doing – I don't think I'd partied lower than uh, – higher than Yutunga. So, like, you know, I'd, uh, which is 25, or, like, ends at, like, 27-ish. 
so that ended up being a great party um kind of like what you're saying and like i think once again like from a pulling perspective there's a lot of satisfaction when you can like yeah. so i think like we ended up going from like 39 to like 45 so we basically shifted to western altepa on the beatles and i don't yeah. think we ever really did like it was a little bit slower at the beginning just figuring it out but we eventually were just doing like chain 13 pretty much consistently through the gobs and then on the beatles which honestly those beatles are a pain in the ass and so like i was really yeah. happy with how we how we transitioned and um and they were just kicking butt the galka paladin was just like a boss like he was just evoking fast the red mage was doing awesome the red mage it was funny because like i was sleep staging on the gobs and i noticed pretty early on like someone's like you know please please use dia on the mobs so i would bring the gob in after someone told him that and i would sleep it and all of a sudden it would start attacking him like what's going on i noticed he would dia it before they'd engaged it and so i eventually had to tell the red mage i'm like could you please not dia it until it's been evoked and he was cool he like he adjusted but uh but yeah, I got, it was funny because by the end, I got a similar compliment kind of like you did where like we ended and the guy was You're like, the best non-thief puller I've ever been with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. He was like, he said, he's like, he said something like, you know, you, you were a beast puller and like better than a lot of the bard pullers I've seen in like merit parties. And so like, I don't know, like if he's ever merited, like that could be a very similar, you know, comment like, you know, you got, but, uh um it was, it was very satisfying. And I think part of it is not even just like, I think what you were alluding to, it's not even just like you doing your optimal performance because i think most of us in any party we're in are trying to do that but like it can be very tiring when you're partying with people that you know are half-assing stuff so when you're in a party and you know that everybody else in that party cares and they're like kicking butt like it's like man we all care and this is like yeah so exactly what you're saying about like like kind of min maxing exp and i think just that just encapsulates if there's any reason I'm still playing 11, it's because of the leveling experience. Um, and I'm sure we'll talk about it in the future, but I've, you know, there's a new MMO I'm excited about coming out and it's just like, it's a traditional MMO, like modern MMO though. So like, it's like one of those games where like you rush to max level and like, then, then the game opens up. That's just like every MMO nowadays. And like, I think 11 is just cool to see that whole, like it takes time. It takes months to get to max level. And like the whole journey is an experience in and of itself. Um, you don't do it in two days um so yeah i think we 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 always talk a lot about how like one of the downfalls of 11 one of the frustrating points of 11 is that like you need at, generally you need at least six people to do anything whether you're exping or doing missions or whatever it's a very you're reliant on a number of other people and even one bad egg can really bring a party down and really feel like it's wasting your time and that sucks. But when you do get that party with six good players, and that's that's why for so long we always play together. That's why we only want to party together. That's why Van and I, who are a little bit more late night, lament that we miss having shy for a lot of these parties because like we've already got a good core when it's with Van and Z and Orius and I, and it's like we need we need Shy in here. We need a six we need Ray to come join us or Rhino to come join God, us so we have six. Like Ray or Rhino or yeah, any of our core players yeah. before like it would, it would just be it would be a different level like it would just be a whole different level because when you have when you have that full group of great players like and every, like you said everybody cares and everybody's doing their thing it's just a different experience um uh, it's like the highs and lows the highs and lows of final fantasy 11 so much of it is based on who are those six those six people in the party and like and it's interesting how play. like each of the roles have and, and it goes beyond just you know tank healer damage dealer because you also have polar which is like a key yep. role and support. and it's crazy how something as simple as like the tank not voking right away and instead yes. instead waiting one second longer like can make a big difference on the healers <laughs> yes, and the dynamic of the party and yeah, yeah exactly yeah. like 
And so, so having everybody just with that surgical precision, just, yeah, when, when everything's flowing, it's like just a, a beautiful orchestra. It's a thing awesome. of yeah. Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah. I mean, it's like a team sport, I'll, I'll take basically. It. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yes. it is. No, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great, it's and I'll take it to say the, the only thing that, that I wanted to, that, 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 um, you were talking about like, yeah, the epiphany of, Hey, this thing yes. in alchemy might actually work. I'm getting excited was, um, so what I remember reliving being awesome is the thrill of seeing your NM pop up on wide scan and your heart just start racing and knowing exactly that, that now it's on, right. The timer started, you know, the starting guns popped. You need to get to that NM and claim it before anybody else so that you can get this going. And it has nothing to do with whether it's going to drop or not. Like, like it's more thrilling to claim than it is to actually fight the NM. And then of course you have that secondary thrill of fighting and then waiting for the drop to pop. And then, you know, you're just staring at your, your little log down there wondering if you got the item or not. But I would say that coming back was, was super exciting. And uh, ironically, that's contradictory to me being okay with the changes that they've made because that took away a couple of my favorite enemies to hunt. Yeah. They took away a lot of that for no good reason, which is sad, but Again, we could do a whole podcast on that, and but nobody needs to hear me rail about that. All right, maybe other, I should oh, do like a therapy podcast on that. That'd be a good uh, out of focus. Doing out of podcast. Doing yeah. out of focus and just like I think so. You know, go through all the real deep reasons why I think. I like it. Yeah, dude, that. we could do that. We could do that. And, that would be fun. <laughs> well, it'd be it'd be interesting. You could do an overarching notorious monster conversation and talk about like even the comparisons of like notorious monsters to like gotcha game systems and stuff like that, like. I don't know. Yeah. Could There's do a lot of meat there. There's yeah. a lot of meat there for sure. BC and M drops versus NM drops. Yeah. No, there's there's a lot there. That was the one thing, like the one good thing that came out of that is I do like that they added those drops to the BCNM pools. I just don't think they need to be mutually exclusive. Like add them to the BCNM to give people an additional way to get them so there's less complaints about not well, I can't out camp these people. Okay, go do the BCNM. Like you don't need to change the drops from the NMs either, though. Like just leave them as one drop. So there was another poll I remember reading. I don't know if you guys saw oh, this. Oh, yeah. No. But it said, um, keep the BC and M's, but revert the NMs back to um, basically what you just said. Yeah, okay, here. So it says, it says uh, put the rare non-EX non, <clears throat> non items back on the notorious monsters list, but also keep them in the BC and M's. It was rated yes, 13, no, 101. Really? Yep. Wow. See, that's interesting because I had seen those. I mean, types that's just people posts. being. Yeah. Yeah. It is. And, and, you know, sometimes I think there's an argument for just not changing. It's like stop rubber banding and going back. Like, mm-hmm. whether you agree with it or not, some people are going to say, this is what you decided. Okay. We're going to stick with it and yeah. go forward. Um, we get. So, this is a super exciting poll, though. They all, Somebody's asking about reverting range attack damage back to its regular one, and it's plus 42, negative 37. So, wow, they're talking about. Yeah, to take, to take the bonus, you mean to take the bonus off? Yeah, or are you talking to take about take it back to, to back to retail damage and take the bonus off? See, and they're like it's forcing it's forcing jobs to be played in ways that they weren't originally played yeah. for, and and yeah. minimizing other jobs, and it's actually more popular forty two to thirty seven, albeit well, a, a you know margin. that's the kind of like I saw a number of polls like previously where you said the most requested feature or whatever. I saw a lot of polls in the history of that that were do you implement the RMT changes on NMs? And that's always what I saw was kind of that like 40 to 35. Yes to no, like not overwhelming, but kind of, kind of split. And so that's why I was surprised when they, when they cited that as a reason for making the change is like, and you know, obviously I don't see all the data. They obviously have get 
the full feedback. Yeah. But like from what I've seen, it's felt like it was more a divided issue, not uh everybody's clamoring for this. But yeah, I think all of us are players and the people who run this private server are previous players. Right. And I think if there's one thing we can all agree on that hurts the game the most is lack of transparency from devs when it comes to patches and updates and whatnot. So something they could have done that would have maybe quelled all of this is if they had more extensively laid out and explained why they did it. And then either if it wasn't a good reason, we could have been legitimately upset or maybe they could have shown all these poll results and all these RMT data or whatever, like, you know, yeah. that they're going off of. Like right now, I think the problem is it feels like they maybe had subliminal motives or so, you know, something they're not really like one of them wanted to, you know what I mean? I don't know if that's exactly, yeah. you know, some of the frustration, but um, yeah. that they're well, not the being upfront they, about the things, it. Yeah. The things they cited, I don't see the evidence. Like, yeah. you know, there was, there was no RMT. I've never gotten an RMT tell on this server like i've i've never seen a bot i've never been outclaimed by a bot and i spent a yeah. lot of time at leaping lizzie and val remember like it just didn't happen like there's nobody there like they're they're combating a problem that didn't exist and yeah. like again like maybe they see something we don't but what they said didn't line up with my experience in the game yeah. which is unfortunate but but ultimately i maybe you're getting at this a little bit they are the devs like it's their private server like the people who run it like they have the right to do whatever they want. It's disappointing as somebody who's engaged with it, that they would, they would make that choice. I don't agree with it, but like, I'll never say they don't have the right to do it. Like they're the ones who put in all the work to provide this server. And so they ultimately have the final say and they can do whatever they want. We're not even paying them. Right. So it's not like, right. Yeah. It's <laughs> not like we're paying for this. Person. Like we're running this out of the goodness of their hearts. Like yeah. it, it, I don't mean to be ungrateful for all the great no. works that the devs no. do. I don't agree with that one change, but like, I'm not trying to bash anybody or like, like, but I agree with you. If they, if they had said that, if they had said, if they just come out and said, Hey, you know, we know this is unpopular, but this is how we want it. This is how we want the server to be. Yeah. I can't argue with that. Like it's your server, man. Like, okay. Yeah. Like, if I don't like it, I can go elsewhere. Yeah. Right. But that, that isn't what they said. So and we may I, not be, I think you're yeah. right about that. We may not be paying, but we are dumping a lot of time into the game and there can be tra like unsettling trends we can see. Right. If this is like just yeah. a sign of a decision they're making that leads to like more changes in the future. And you're like, do I want to dump that, another like three, 500 hours into this server? And when I, you know, they're just going to disappoint me. Um, yeah. I'll tell you, that's one of the biggest red flags about it for me is yeah. I didn't, you have people asked me before that change if i thought that they would that those rmt changes were coming because a lot of people there was a lot of rumors about that mm -hmm. and i was like no i said no way they're not going to do think, that they're not going to make such a fundamental change i think you and i dismissed it on the podcast like a few pot a few we might have ago. like yes. like completely dismissed it 100 yeah. i was this i was happening. I was completely sure they wouldn't do something like that because it's such a fundamental change to what's great about the server. It's like one of the selling points of the server is it's the way it used to be. And so the fact that they changed that makes you wonder like, well, there's a lot of clamor for this to be wings era, right? A lot of people say, Oh, we should include dancer at least. And Scott, like I hear that shit a lot. And it's like, if they did that, that would be a big disappointment to me. Yeah. Like I, if I wanted that, I'd go play on the wings server. Like, like I don't I want it to be what it is. Like like at least get all the ad argument stuff in first, right? <laughs> but but again, ultimately we'll see where they go with it. But yeah, that's a great point about the time the time spent. You know, we've all spent a lot of time on this and it'd be disappointing if things turned. But I mean that's the that's the risk you play with any game. I mean, look at what happened in retail, right? Yeah. We all spent years of our lives playing the retail version and it turned into something that's nothing like what it used to be, which is I mean 
That's why WoW Classic exists too, right? It's just a thing. All right, I think we've gone over a little bit here, um, but that happens a little bit in Final Fantasy land. Um, it's hard to get anything done in a small amount of time when it comes to Final Fantasy XI. So any final thoughts from you, gentlemen, before I go through our contact information? Okay. All right. Well, if you have thoughts on Final Fantasy XI, if you want to tell me why I'm so wrong about the RMT changes and I should just suck it up, or if you want to tell me something that, uh, you know, that you agree with me, or if you want to tell me anything or any of us anything about Final Fantasy XI, we would love to hear from you. Um, this is the Focus Target Podcast. We're on Twitter at Focus Target. We have a YouTube page uh, where all of our old episodes are Focus Target Podcast on YouTube. Um, our email is still the best way to get a hold of us. Focus Target Podcast at and of course, we're streaming live on Switch, Twitch right now, twitch.tv backslash Focus Target Podcast. So, for episode 103 of the Focus Target Podcast, I am your host, Smiley. This is Shy. And I'm Van. As always, cover us, Porkins. We're out. <laughs>